0: In a world filled with big sports companies and high-end production podcasts comes a group of guys who paid five bucks for this intro. Welcome to Eat Sleep Fantasy. Hello everybody and welcome to another wonderful episode of the Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your co-host tonight, Dale. Uh, Thanks for joining us. With me, at least tonight, at least, is Armando Crespo. What's going on, man? What's up, guys? I uh, we
1: are the uh, what's the joke? Uh, I know it's PP. Yeah,
0: pa- pack we are the packing peanuts of fantasy football. Armando, why don't you tell everybody why we're the f- packing peanuts of fantasy football?
1: Because you don't use us, but you should. Yes. All right, that's the joke Armando wanted to say. Yeah, and my other joke was sure for PP yeah so we're the pp of fantasy football <laughs> it, it worked better the first three times i said the joke okay <laughs>
0: all right the, uh, so this is take two of our podcast we tried to do a mock earlier and it just didn't work out equipment three issues of us,
1: yeah it just wasn't happening
0: so it's me and armando today we're going to do another mock we actually we're pretty popular with the mocks me and you do mocks quite often yeah th- and we argue the entire time <laughs> i think well i think we'll be fine this time around i think we're i'm not bowing down to your bully to, to it's your not a real roster ways. so i'll
1: let you take whoever you want <laughs> all right uh so
0: anyways today we are t- like we said we're doing a mock draft today from the third spot, which is pretty tricky especially in the first round uh standard uh standard draft third draft position of the 12 team league we are going to be doing one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, a running back wide receiver flex, and then six bench spots. so just to give you an idea before we get into all that, uh, i do want to remind everybody you can follow us on twitter at FF. You can also go to our website, EatSleepFantasy.com, and check us out there. We have the draft kit that's super free and essential and ultimate. And we have our rankings that are updated instantaneously from when we post them. So pretty much every day, at least every other day, our rankings are available. But in our draft kit, we do the tiers, we do positional rankings, and a couple of different things. So our, our draft kit gives you a little bit extra, and again, it's all free. One more thing I want to mention before we move on is our Amazon link. What we're doing, we we haven't done, we haven't promoted this in a few episodes. I don't think. Um, I think one person used our, um, no, what one person has won the shirt. Any sense it? I'm doing it this week. You Be best. But if if you go to eatsleepfantasy.com, there's a little Amazon link. If you click it, it takes you to Amazon like normal. We don't, you know, steal any information or anything like that. It just takes you to Amazon. If you buy something from that Amazon link that you clicked. Uh, we will randomly select somebody that does that and send a free T-shirt. So if you're gonna buy something from Amazon, anyways, you might as well get a free sheet T-shirt out of it. So use our link, and it helps us out. It helps the podcast. We can maybe get better equipment. Maybe uh, co Yeah, maybe hire an intern to take over hosting. Yeah, that would be nice. Sure. Um, although I did upgrade my studio today.
1: It looks pretty good. It's I'm- good. I'm right? impressed. Yeah.
0: I put a like a giant banner of Eastley Fantasy. Yeah, we're getting ready for the season. Going to do some what, live podcasting. Yep, some live podcasting. A lot more Periscoping if you're on Twitter or
1: Periscope. No penises, though. We won't nope. show any penises. Nope, none of that. Um maybe just one. Yeah, maybe just one. My chihuahua always has his out for some reason. <laughs> he just walks around with it. Dude, your chihuahua shakes nonstop. <laughs> That's what he does, man. Like, I feel bad for it. Well, I do too. I, but the best <laughs> part is he cuddles with me. All night and he shakes a, he the entire just, night. Oh, he gets under the sheets <laughs> with me under my little belly and just curls up. Does he shake all night? No, he go, he gets once he's warmed up against me, he's fine. Oh, is he? Is he? Does he shake it because he's cold? He's
0: scared of you. <laughs> I kicked him one time. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. Save <laughs> this morning, save the animals. Uh, so, like I said, we are going to do a mock draft. Armando, is there anything you want to talk about before we get into this? Ah, uh, yeah, I think we should talk about BK Fantasy... B- bk fantasy sports sure
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> uh we talked about them plenty of times so i don't know why you don't know that they're bk fantasy sports uh, and you can find them at bkfantasy Sports.com. but they are the number one fantasy sports outfitter so if you're looking for a polo a hoodie a sweatshirt basically you give them your fantasy team name and they'll take care of the rest they'll do a nice job embroidering it and doing all the the fancy stuff they do really good quality um, product we've actually met them and talked to them and felt the quality of the shirts everything is just perfect so if you're looking for something like that go no further than fantasy sports uh, sports.com and again shipping and handling is free i've been i've been saying that all off season if shipping and handling is free you've you pretty much won the battle yeah when you put on one of your shirt it's like putting on the cloud yeah there you go <laughs> <laughs> i don't
1: know what that means but think about it um
0: anyways again sports.com we appreciate their partnership uh with our podcast the good dudes over there so give them a check them out for sure. And they do men's and women's too. So I know we have a lot of women listeners. And by the way, I do know we have a shit ton of women listeners now. Okay. Then we got to stop with the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> well, the good thing is that they're still listening. I don't know when they're going to stop, but they, they... whenever Brito comes on, we'll <laughs> they'll stop. <laughs> so anyways, uh, we appreciate all men and women and anybody who identifies another way. We appreciate you, right? Yeah, not. Yeah, Sure. Oh, yes, we are, yes.
1: Not sure, <laughs> <a shirt>. yes. <laughs> of course. we're Me and Armando are the liberal side. Oh, well, I shouldn't get into all this. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, we're going to be driving from a three spot in a 12-team league. Uh, I'll be two running backs, wide receiver, yeah, quarterback, said, and a flex. I already said all that. And the first two guys off the board are most likely going to be David Johnson and Le'Veon Bell. That's what we're going from a three spot to kind of move things around a little bit.
0: Right. And, guys, I know I got some uh, some feedback on Armando's microphone skills and we're working on that i think he's going to be better this this podcast the more i call him out the better if if you touch my face again though it's (laughs) game over (laughs) he gets really mad at me when i try when i touch his chin to move it closer to the mic (laughs) anyways all right let's get right into it armando uh david johnson lev bell were one two no surprise there uh, I have no issues and it's 100% lock for me to take Antonio Brown at 3 doesn't matter what format we're in Antonio Brown I think is the third overall pick in every draft
1: I I think it's a very cliche pick and a very safe pick for me it would be Melvin Gordon he is my number 1 running back in all all over like what is it what do you say sure. overall overall right uh so I would take Melvin Gordon if you let me but I understand that this is a team effort and yeah. um
0: Well let's let's play it safe the first pick I am a firm believer that the first and second pick should be as safe as possible. You don't want to go out. You don't want to get high high injury prone players. You want to get somebody that's dependable, which Antonio Brown is about as dependable wide receiver as you, Are can you get. Are you not scared of Martavis Bryant?
1: I'm I'm not terrified about it, but I mean he's going to get take away a couple of his targets.
0: He could he could. I'm not I'm not scared about it though. I think he's I think even he, even if he gets targets taken away, he's still, still clear cut number one yeah. wide
1: receiver. I still think. Go for it. It's fine. All right. so, okay, yeah.
0: so we're getting we're starting off with Antonio Brown again. We're the third spot after Antonio Brown went. uh Guys like Lashawn McCoy, AJ Green, Mike Evans, Melvin Gordon went one nine. Uh, after
1: that, Devontae Freeman. The first round ended with Todd Gurley. I think Todd Gurley there is kind of surprising, but is yeah. that where is that where around where he's going now? It is. Uh,
0: it might be a little bit early. I think a lot of people are taking Lamar Miller before Todd Gurley. Um and especially guys like Jordy Nelson, I think I would take behind in front of Todd Gurley. Sure. Uh, so Lamar Miller and Jordy Nelson went in the beginning of the second. J. A J fell to two oh seven. Um is that surprising to
1: you? Yeah, yeah. especially because Isaiah Crowell went right after him. That's a big uh big drop off, I think. Yeah, yeah. So uh Jordan Howard went two
0: Jord- five, uh, Jay Ajayi went two seven, Gronk went two nine, which I think is
1: a little too early for Gronk. Yes, when you get Travis Kelsey a little round later. I, yeah, I think that's a mistake. Yeah.
0: All right, so we are looking at uh, guys. We, like I said, we got a wide receiver in the first pick. Are you looking at uh, positions right now, or are you just I'm looking the best at available? best
1: available right now, and honestly, just looking at the draft board, I might go wide receiver, wide receiver, because I'm not in love with— uh, I do love Leonard Fournette, but I think there's more value in taking another wide receiver and someone like T.Y. Hill. yeah.
0: Uh, I'm I'm nervous about Ty Hilton until we know everything about Luck. Uh, I think Ty Hilton probably did fall a little bit already at 209 hasn't been taken yet. I still I'm not comfortable taking him late second with the Andrew Luck. If he doesn't have Andrew Luck, he's right. going to be half the player that he is. I believe. Right.
1: But the running backs available are Zika Elliott and Leonard Fournette, and I I mean I like. Ezekiel, his suspension is going to be announced tomorrow. How long it going to be in it? Or I think everyone was expecting it to be it's held gonna, up. It's going to be six games. Yeah. we. So we. I'm all out on Ezekiel, sure. Ezekiel right now. Where
0: after the 9, 10 running backs that were taken, it's a pretty steep fall off. Leonard Fournette, I, I don't think, he, like I said, I want to try to be as safe as possible in the first two rounds. I don't think Leonard Fournette is safe. After that, it's guys like Marshawn Lynch, who hasn't played in a year, Carlos Hyde. Yeah. I, who,
1: I, I think it's a no-brainer looking yeah. at who's available. I think we take Leonard. Yeah. I mean, you you want to take Leonard Fournette? I here? think he's the guy to take. Considering the running backs that are available after him, Ezekiel Elliott, Marshall Lynch, I want no part of right now this year. And then Carlos Hyde, injury prone. That's risk yeah, no, risky. No, no. Dalvin yeah. Cook's a risky. You risky because he's a rookie and has Latavius Murray. And you already expressed your worry about Ty Hilton. So, right, I'm thinking just forget all that. I mean, every pick right there is a little We're not iffy. Taking Mark Cooper. Let's take a wide receiver. We're not taking Mark Cooper. I think Doug Baldwin is a fine pick here. I think we can take Leonard Fournette and then come back and get another wide receiver. You don't want to play it safe. I think we're four picks away. We can get another wide receiver and get someone like DeAndre Hopkins or Demarius Thomas or even Amari Cooper. He might fall. So I think Leonard Fournette, because there's no running backs after that. We need a good one.
0: I don't like Leonard Fournette. I'm letting you have this pick uh, for the record. I, I'm i going to throw this out here right now because I haven't said it all podcasts, but I've I've believed it. Leonard Fournette's going to be a bust for where he's going. Everybody thinks he's the next Todd Gurley, a.k.a. the next Adrian Peterson. They
1: thought he was the next Todd Gurley. He'd be going in the first round. He's going late second right now.
0: His ADP is mid-second, and he's not worth that.
1: He's He's a workhorse back who's going to get all the work.
0: Look, he got six yards per carry at LSU I understand yes it's SEC but you got to understand it's college is a completely different sport he's behind an offensive line that's mediocre I'm not they're not horrible I'm not going to come out you know and say that Jaguars O-line is horrible but it's mediocre it's middle of the road they're not going to do anything to really help uh, a rookie not like the Cowboys did with Elliott last year it's definitely not going to be like that if you look at T.J. Yeldon and Chris Ivory last year even if you combine their stats they're I think combined there may be two hundred and fifty carries and they would be outside the top twenty.
1: I understand, Dale. You're talking about Leonard Fournette, a top tier talent that doesn't come around every generation. You're taking Leonard Fournette Dale. If
0: you're on a real look, okay, I'm taking him. Just I'm saying for the record, I'm not endorsing this pick. So we're gonna go Leonard Fournette. So we start off Antonio Brown, Leonard Fournette. Oh look who
1: fell to was. I wonder who we're gonna take. Amari Cooper fell.
0: Yeah. I do like Amari Cooper a lot this year. I think this could be the year that he really separates himself from Michael Crabtree. I think Derek Carr has a lot to prove after getting injured late last year, not really be able to help the team out in the playoffs. So yeah, Amari Cooper's still there. Zeke fell. uh, Let's see. Yeah,
1: he fell. I'm sorry. Yeah he 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 fell to the third, top of the third right now. Right. I think the the fall off between running backs and wide receivers is steep, and I think the safer bet right now is Amari Cooper. There isn't anyone else I would really feel comfortable taking. I think Amari Cooper is way better than Demaris Thomas, and he's the next best available wide receiver. Yep,
0: no question there. So I'm taking Amari Cooper. Uh, still no quarterbacks taken. We are both strong believers that um, you know waiting on quarterback, and I like to wait on
1: tight ends as well. I'm I'm hit and miss. It depends who's available and when they're available. I'm kind of in on uh, Jimmy Graham. So if sure. I get him in the right round, I'm taking him. All
0: right. The first quarterback was taken in Aaron Rodgers at 3-6. Then Tom Brady at three eleven, which isn't crazy. Uh, then we have Ty Montgomery to start off the fourth round. Keenan Allen right after that. Joe Mixon at 4-3, which I don't think either one of us in, are endorsing Joe Mixon. No, not at all. We're going to get Jeremy Hilton 10th yeah exactly and Jeremy Hill is looking pretty good I mean I know he's about a little
1: average which is about what he is yeah which is enough to hold off Joe Mixon for a few games yeah
0: yeah so we'll see about that but uh, Christian McCaffrey middle of the fourth uh, Alshon Jeffrey right after that Bilal Powell at 4-8 Michael Crabtree went just one round after Amari Cooper which their ADPs are starting to pinch together closer and closer just like they were last year mm-hmm. last year they started off so far they started getting closer now Look What's happening with both of them? I because that value is close, that gap is closing. I think it's making Amari Cooper a little bit more of a value than he was.
1: Yeah, I'm okay with him giving the third round, but I wouldn't go any higher than that.
0: Yeah, all right. So, like we said, we started off with Antonio Brown, Amari Cooper, and Leonard Fournette. So, that's a pretty good start so far. I have no issues with that. Now, we're looking at guys the best available right now, LSC, and our running backs. We have guys like CJ Anderson and Cream Hunt and Amir Abdullah. Cream Hunt,
1: just take him. That's God, not even a question.
0: I love that entire tier there. And again, we have tiers on our draft kit.
1: But that tier of Anderson, Hunt, Abdullah, Powell, I really, really like well, that. Well, I think Hunt is clearly past that right now as being the new workhorse over there. So getting him this late, pairing him with Lena Fournette, I think is I like a it. great value. I mean, it's a little dicey to go in with two rookies as your running backs, but I'm fine with it. And because
0: it's the fourth round and not the second, first or second, I'm okay with taking a little bit of a, uh, you know, a little bit of a chance here. I'm okay with Cream Hunt. I I thought that he had a good shot to take over Spencer Ware even before, yeah. yeah, even before Spencer Ware was injured. So Cream Hunt has a nod. I do like seeing C-, C J Anderson a lot too. I wouldn't be opposed to drafting C J Anderson here, but uh, the if we of
1: Cream Hunts through the roof right
0: now. I agree. I agree. So let's go ahead and Jeff Cream Hunt so we ended up with two running back rookie running backs uh leonard fournette and cream hunt and then antonio brown and amari cooper
1: yeah and now we have a flex position to fill where we can go quarterback and tight end and right now i think the best available player
0: well let's 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 talk about uh oh. ju Brees was taken right after cream hunt and so was travis kelsey and then cj anderson finally
1: so now we have a flex spot spot to fill we still have a, we don't have a tight end and we don't have a quarterback yet um Right now, it looks like, for me, the best player available, and I'm extremely high on him. I've been for a while, it is uh, Golden Tate. Amir Abdul is also available. Who are you feeling right now?
0: I like Amir Abdullah here. I know a lot of people aren't very high on him. I think he's going to take control of that backfield. I don't consider anybody else on that roster, anybody else in the running back group, to threaten Amir here. People are talking about maybe Zach Zinner, Theo Riddick gets touches, blah, blah, blah. I'm not worried about any of it. I think Amir Abdullah is very solid between the 20s and occasional long run and a touchdown here or there. I think that's great think- for a flex. RB, RB3 is not bad at all.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've, I'm i strongly against taking Amir Abdullah. I think, right, I mean, I've going back to my Gordon rule, I know we already took two running backs, but we could still draft some good rookie running backs, younger running backs that are going way later in you know, really solidify that flex position at Golden Tate. I think there are tons
0: of wide receivers available. 20, 30 pixel, you know, 20, I don't, or 30 I don't, spots. I don't later.
1: think a caliber like Golden Tate is going to be available. much no. longer. Oh, cool. uh, like, Golden Tate is amazing. He's going to get all the work over there in wide receiving.
0: I look, I think Golden Tate is in the same tier with Kelvin Benjamin with, uh, Jameson Crowder, Brandon Marshall. I mean, these guys are going gonna, to gonna get picked probably. 15 I don't spots think. Later. I, I think
1: you have Kelvin Benjamin, Gold Tate, and that's it from the guys you mentioned. I don't think Brandon Marshall's in the same tier. He's going to get so much more more work. He's the one over there. Where
0: look, we have uh, we're drafting at five three right now. C.J. Anderson was just taken. Tons of running backs already off the board. I'd say we go with Amir Abdullah and see what, what
1: What running backs are available besides Amir Abdullah? Just give me the top five.
0: Sure, Amir Abdullah, Tevin Coleman, Frank Gore, Adrian Peterson. And Mike Gilsley. And Doug Martin. And Doug Martin, which I think we can wait a whole other round. I'm saying go with Amir Abdullah. It's a th- very far drop off. After this, we're looking at guys like Terrence West and Garrett Blunt. Right, but we're Ellis. not
1: going to be starting those guys.
0: No, but it's good to have somebody with a high upside like Amir Abdullah over somebody who we know uh, in Adrian Peterson or Frank Gore or even Tevin Coleman. By the way, Tevin Coleman's not going to
1: reproduce what he did last year. Do you agree? Slightly. I think he's going to be good. I think he's going to be worth like, an,
0: it's a, a na- flex position. It's a natural regression that yeah. the Falcons are not going to be as good as they were last year just because they, so, they were all playing out of their minds last year. Not a chance that Tevin Coleman is the same value that he was last year. I'm going to Amir Abdullah because I'm taking control, and we're going to see what happens. Uh, not a popular pick maybe, but I'm going to like our roster uh, with Amir Abdullah as my flex. Doug Martin was taken right after, which is surprising. Golden Tate was also taken right after. Uh we have Kirk Cousins, Mike Gilsley, Jordan Reed was taken at five eleven, Cam Newton to start off the sixth round. I really like Kelvin Benjamin and he was taken six three. Man, I really, really like that pick. And I, I almost regret not taking Kelvin Benjamin. Yep. Uh Andrew Luck was taken at six five. Jarvis Landry at six eight. Martavis Bryant six nine. I think that's really good value for Martavis Bryant,
1: don't you agree? Yep. And I, I think the wide receivers are left on the board for us are pretty uh whack, to say the least. Our wide receivers that are left on the board
0: are: we got Stephon Diggs, eh. Willie Snead, Brandon Marshall, Deshaun Jackson, Pierre Garcon, which I like. Devontae Parker, I think, is a sneaky pick here.
1: Take him. That's the guy. That's name even a question. Jay Culler loves his big guys with the long arms, and uh, he's the guy to own right now. Over, over uh, Jarvis Landry, I think.
0: Yeah, I we and we as soon as I I, I kind of want to clear something up because we got a couple of questions on this. We don't like. Devonte parker because jay cutler said something nice about him i know jay cutler was like oh he's like a faster alshon jeffrey which definitely got my ears perked but we were on this Devonte train way before then as soon as jay cutler signed we said who is most likely on the dolphins offense that looks like alshon jeffrey or brandon marshall it's and Devontae it, parker immediately Devonte parker he has a ton of upside here as a guy sitting on our, our first guy on our bench he has a enormous amount of upside that I really, really like. And I think Jay Cutler could easily force feed him to be a top 24 wide receiver.
1: Yeah. I mean, we can also just wait and take him next pick because we are four spots away. So if there's anyone else you like more, I'm fine with it. But I think Devontae Parker will end up on our roster.
0: You know, that's a, that's a good point. I think that's a very valid point in a draft like this. Since we are picking in the third spot, we have this and then three picks later, we're going to have, I'm sorry, four picks later, we're going to have another pick so is there somebody that because we will be reaching a little bit for parker here so is there somebody is there a running back that you like that's going to get scooped up here oh well,
1: i'm in love with robert kelly this year i feel like he's going to get the work and he's getting a little hate because of smudge Prine, but he's had a terrible preseason smudge Prine has so yeah I'm, I'm, I'm on board with robert kelly is uh doug martin off the board doug martin is off the board he was taken right after our last pick and I'm not in love with Danny
0: Woodhead or Paul Perkins.
1: Yeah, I think uh, I would, if you wanted to say Robert Kelly and then go Devontae Parker, I'm fine with that. And really solidify a running back position, I'm fine.
0: Okay, I'm fine with Robert Kelly. I think he's played pretty well. At least he's going to have the opportunity. The main thing is he just doesn't fumble the ball, so he's going to stay yeah. on the field. I uh, can't say the same for Perine. Danny Woodhead is going to be a guy that gets nothing or going to be in the top 15 of ppr and he has andrew
1: hamstring again so
0: i don't want to risk that yeah so let's go with robert kelly i don't think anybody on this podcast is oh no i don't think anybody on this podcast is a huge fan of danny woodhead um so we're going to get robert kelly which is reaching a little i think we're reaching a couple picks early for kelly now but if we don't take him now we're not going to be able to get him next round so correct we're going to get Kelly. After that, Zach hurts Devontae Parker. <laughs> God damn it, it worked against us. <laughs> so, yeah, Devontae Parker was taken at the end of the sixth round. Then Moncrief and then Jameis Winston was wow. We,
1: we I really didn't think he was going to get yeah. taken. There was a lot of guys between them. Yeah, we screwed
0: up there. <laughs> um, that's the way the drafts go, though. So, now we're looking at guys. I think Willie Sneed. I'll, I'll recap our – I'm not taking Willie Sneed. It's two rounds too early.
1: Two rounds too early. Go ahead, recap.
0: Our roster reads Leonard Fournette. Kareem Hunt, Antonio Brown, Amari Cooper, Amari, uh, Amir Abdullah, and our flex, and Robert Kelly on our bench. We still haven't taken a quarterback. There are nine quarterbacks that have been taken already. So now's the time maybe start looking, you know, with the corner of our eyes, making sure that all the quarterbacks aren't taken. But we're okay. Marcus Mariota is still there. Ben, Derek Carr, Dak Prescott, Philip Rivers, Matthew Stafford, Eli. Uh, I'm sorry. Andy Dalton and Tyrod Taylor are all still available and almost everybody already has their quarterback. So waiting on quarterback is the thing to do this year. Yep. I w- I will argue with that with anybody do not reach or do not, you don't even have to reach. Do not take Tom Brady or Drew Brees or Aaron Rodgers early. There's no need, unless you're a Packers Pats or saints fan that just wants to root for these guys. And that's what makes fantasy football fun for you. That is the only way I could ever see drafting these guys. If you don't give a shit and you just want to win fantasy, you're waiting, correct? Correct. Okay.
1: Although I like Derek Carr right now, but I get it. We'll wait. I think we can wait. So now we're looking, we have... But you can't really wait on good tight end.
0: No. No, you can't. But either either you're going to get a really good one or you're going to get the bottom of the barrel.
1: And I think Jimmy Graham is uh, right on the cusp of being really, really fucking good again. I know you don't.
0: I just think, I don't think there's going to be enough separation between somebody like Jimmy Graham and, let's see, who else is What are you going to say? I want to hear
1: this. Uh,
0: hold on. I'm going Hunter to...
1: Henry, Delaney Walker, yeah, Kyle I mean, Rudolph, Martellus Bennett.
0: Yeah, I think somebody like Tyler Eifert, Hunter Henry, Jack Doyle even, Austin Hooper.
1: You're you gonna... don't think Jimmy Graham is any better than...
0: Look, he could, but at the round that he's going, I think we can definitely get better value and wait for somebody like Austin Hooper.
1: What the fuck? What world are you living in? You take Jimmy Graham, the best, one of the best tight ends of all time. Quit I thought we
0: were value based drafting.
1: It is a value base. You are getting him. You filled up your lineup right now. We're looking at you know the, getting diff- the best player available to fill up a, the rest of our starting lineup. I think Jimmy Graham is no brainer at this point.
0: I'm not. I'm. Or I don't. A I don't. Wide I, don't receiver I don't draft to fill to up weak. the starting lineup. I draft for the best player available. And right now, I there think are- Jimmy
1: Graham is the best player available. I don't think there's a, a wide receiver better than Jimmy Graham. They're not going to be in our starting lineup. We're not taking Stephon Look, Diggs. I'm
0: talking about. Listen to this. This is this is how you draft and this is how you you construct the draft. You look at the value. Unless the value
1: take, unless you take Pierre Garcon, I'm not on Okay.
0: Board. Well, hey, Goskowski's the best kicker, so let's get him.
1: Well, no, you are not even listening, Dale. Jimmy Graham is awesome. There's no one so is Gostkowski. Jimmy Graham is is on a tier of his own. So is Goskowski. So you want to take take him. I dare you. <laughs> Please.
0: I'm just saying your your argument is invalid.
1: Your argument's invalid. Jimmy Graham is the best <laughs> player available and it will help us win games week in and week out versus putting a guy on a bench that won't start for us i just i think that there is just as much value in the other tight
0: ends that we there can get isn't, three you rounds said later. austin
1: hooper is gonna be just as good as jimmy graham no Please. i said
0: i am because i'm at the controls and i 100 disagree with you i we are going to look at a wide receiver such as stefan diggs Brandon marshall or pierre garcon
1: i think the guy i like the most right now is pierre garcon he's gonna get the most targets he is, he is going to be the number one right over over there. And, I mean, if you want to take Deshaun Jackson, you can make an argument for him. But as far as upside and opportunity, Pierre Garçon is the way to go. I agree. 100%. Uh, we both agree on Pierre Garçon. I even think Brian Hoyer is
0: going to have a sneaky good season. We should
1: probably just take Brian Hoyer. We don't have a quarterback yet.
0: Yeah, you based off your,
1: <laughs>
0: based off your strategy. All right. So after we took uh, Pierre Garçon... Uh, ben Roethlisberger was taken. Tevin Coleman, Stefan Diggs, Danny Woodhead, Brandon Marshall, Terrence West. Uh, let's see, Derrick Henry, J- uh, Jimmy Graham was taking an entire round after we we picked an entire round, twelve picks after we picked Jimmy Graham. So good thing we didn't reach
1: for him there because man, well, that now been we don't thing. have him in our roster deal. We and now Tyler Eifert's gone as well. We have no opportunity to get a good tight end. <laughs> Go cry about
0: it. <laughs> Uh, Deshaun Jackson and Eric Decker was taken eight, nine. I have, I've done plenty of mocks and I've done a few real drafts and I haven't even been close to taking Eric Decker at all. Have you? Oh no. I haven't even thought about it. I didn't even think he was still in the NFL. <laughs> okay. So now we're looking at guys. Let's look at tight ends now. Okay. Cause we waited. No, an entire I don't week. think
1: we need to look at tight ends. Now we can wait as long as you want. Exactly. There's no one worth it.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Martell Spinnet is a solid choice. Hunter Henry, Eric Ebron, Jack Doyle. I think they're all in that same... Yeah, around Austin the same
1: Hooper, team. not worth drafting. <laughs>
0: all right, so now I'll just tell you our roster construction. We have four running backs, and we have three wide receivers. Is that doing anything to your decision-making here?
1: Yeah, I'm kind of going more towards wide receiver because I do like some of the wide receivers available, and I'm more pro taking rookie running backs later on in drafts. Okay, so let's look at the wide receivers available. We have guys like Kenny Britt,
0: Jeremy Macklin, Jordan Matthews, uh, Adam Thielen.
1: Uh, who do you like here? I'm kind of I know I'm this is a little bit of reach, I think, but Corey Coleman or Jeremy Macklin are the guys that I'm most intrigued by this from this tier we're in right now.
0: Uh do you say Jeremy Macklin? Yeah.
1: Yeah, um I'll
0: i'll definitely endorse jeremy macklin pick i do like cory coleman i think he could be something special we'll see i mean he's a he's super talented i don't know about taking him i mean i guess if you really liked him you'd probably have to take him this round yeah we can also wait till our next pick since we're like four away like we did last time all right so let's go ahead and take jeremy macklin um so we took jeremy macklin right after macklin was selected uh, we had Paul Perkins, Adrian Peterson, Adam Thielen, and Theo Riddick picked. And we're in the ninth round now, by the way. Now's I, the time we want to at least think about quarterbacks. It's I the think, ninth round. We could wait. If you really, really, really like Derek Carr, I think we're going to have to snatch him up. There have been 11 quarterbacks taken. There's going to be that one guy who wants to double up on quarterbacks and get Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr on the same team. It happens.
1: Don't <laughs> think it's not going to happen because it does
0: happen. Right. Um. So, Especially in listener leagues. If
1: you want Derek Carr, you will have to get him now. I think. I mean, I like Derek Carr. I like Philip Rivers. For me, they're in the same tier. Um, I think w- a couple drafts ago, we took, we decided to wait on quarterbacks, and we lost the opportunity of taking Derek Carr. We ended up with Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, and I think Tyrod Taylor is kind of falling down on my draft board. Um, with the loss because of concussion. Semi- concussion. Yeah, he's had a, he's had a bad preseason. Yeah, I can't blame you for that. So I, I feel I think right now I feel comfortable taking uh, Derek Carr and just passing on Philip Rivers altogether.
0: Okay. I ninth round is where I start looking. Usually, I kind of hold my breath and don't pick a quarterback. But if like like if you know if you were like Armando and really like Derek Carr and really believe in him, he's, not, uh,
1: he's my number five quarterback. Yeah.
0: Okay. So let's if, if that's the case, we get Derek Carr and we have the Carr Cooper connection, which is not bad at all. So we're gonna go ahead and select Derek Carr. Our roster right now looks like Derek Carr, Leonard Fournette, Kareem Hunt, Antonio Brown, Amari Cooper, Amir Abdullah. Then on our bench, we have Robert Kelly, Pierre Garçon, and Jeremy Macklin. We don't have a scrub yet. We're about to draft one. <laughs> um, Corey Coleman is still on the board. Uh, he fell to us. Uh, I guess not really surprised. We, there was only four picks between. Uh, guys like Duke Johnson, uh, Sam J. Perrine, Sam J. Perrine. Uh, he is our handcuff. I... Look, I want to hear your thoughts on handcuffs and what you do, and I'll tell you my opinions.
1: Well, I guess it depends on your roster construction. Do I want to handcuff a bench running back? Nope, not doing that. I'll I'll We need to handcuff someone like Leonard Fournette or T- Todd Gurley if your team's depending on them. Like if you're doing the Gordon rule and you only have one good running back, you need to take Brandon Oliver when you can, so you have your stud running back handcuffed and you have to start him. Unless, uh, I
0: agree with that. Unless there is a better running back available, don't reach for a handcuff, mm. ever.
1: I don't agree with that. Yeah, and I'll tell you why.
0: Go ahead. I'd rather have somebody like, and I don't even like him that much, but I'd rather have somebody like Danny Woodhead than Derrick Henry.
1: Yeah, I agree with that because Danny Woodhead might be can possibly start with for you, but once you've filled out your starting lineup, I think it's okay to No, start I'm saying
0: with. after you start up, you're, you're filling up your bench and yeah. say you have DeMarco Murray, but Danny Woodhead is there. I'm taking Danny Woodhead over every time just because he's a better player and not to mention there is. Some I don't upside think. There. I
1: don't think Danny Woodhead's a better player than Derrick Henry. I think da- fantasy.
0: Da- fantasy wise. Oh yeah. If if we're we're talking about fantasy football, we're not we're not constructing a real team
1: here. Really? Okay. If Derrick <laughs> Henry was a starting running back. Yes. And nobody's denying. You that. just said he was a better. You know what, Dale? We agree, disagree. <laughs> I think you. I think you take Derrick Henry when you need him and when he's available and best fits your needs. If you don't have another running back on 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 your roster, sure, take Danny Woodhead over Derrick Henry.
0: But, I'm just saying, don't draft a handcuff over somebody that could that's better. That's all I'm saying. If you need them,
1: you, do, you draft them. What do you What do you mean? Do you need them? Tell me. Uh, right now, we don't need them. No, I think we have enough depth where we don't need to draft a handcuff. Okay. All right, so we
0: don't we don't need Sam J. Prime is what you're saying.
1: We really don't agree this episode, Dale. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right, so what are we doing here now? So um, we have Robert Kelly, Pierre Garcon, and Jeremy Macklin on our bench. We need three more bench spots to fill. What are we doing?
1: Um, I think we can look at the tight ends that are available. I'm not sure if any of them are worth drafting right now. I think we can actually wait till around, what, 15 to take a tight end now? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, the next couple of tight ends off the
0: board, then it's really steep. Uh, I was half joking about Austin Hooper. That's, I mean, he's decent, but it's not somebody I'm targeting. I'd much rather have Hunter Henry or Eric Ebron. Yeah.
1: They're like on the tier kind of me. Yeah. You can have them as backup. So if you want to take a tight end now we can, but you know, Eric Ebron's still there. CJ Fedorowitz is really deep yeah. and I would, I don't mind having him as my tight end. So i w I'm saying just, you know, wait, pass on tight ends okay. altogether. together. I would right. wait till third to last pick to take one.
0: Okay. All right. So we are looking at guys like Ted Ginn, which I really like and Corey Coleman. You like, I'm okay with, uh, Zay Jones, I think is sneaky this year. Kevin White, we're not. I guess we are sure that Cameron Meredith will be out. Kevin PCL, White, yeah. Kevin White should probably be the number one wide receiver on that team. It's I'm I'm a little nervous to invest in Chicago Bears passing game, mm-hmm. but if you are, Kevin White's a guy to own. Are we looking at? I guess
1: I'll I'll let you make the pick here. Corey Coleman, Ted Ginn, or Kevin White. I think I want a guy who's going to get the most volume and that for me is between uh Corey Coleman Zay Jones and Kevin White now who has the best quarterback between the three that's the biggest question so it drops down to Zay Jones or Kevin White and I think I want to go with Kevin White I think he has the most upside okay so you think Trubisky is better than Tyrod Taylor I think the upside's there yeah
0: okay agree to disagree we'll move on we're selecting Kevin White um, you're going to get an email about that, by the way, from somebody. From you. <laughs> someone. <laughs> I don't think anybody thinks Trubisky is better. Oh, Corbett Demont. Who
1: the fuck is that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So we're looking at other guys. Hunter Henry is still available. We have two more bench spots to fill plus tight end. I think now we might want to think about getting Hunter Henry... There's really only Hunter Henry and Eric Ebron that are really, really worth it. Unless we want to take a stab at. So, like if you Cameron.
1: really want to take a tight end, I guess we'll take a tight end right now. <laughs> okay. I, yeah, I, we're playing chicken here, but I guess we're gonna. Go this ahead. episode is filled with emotion from you today. <laughs> I, you're,
0: I think you're upset about something.
1: No, I'm upset that you, you didn't take Jimmy Graham. We <laughs> needed him. Now we're stuck with Hunter Henry. I'm over him. Tweet at Thunder Crespo and just let him
0: know that Dale underscore Fantasy was right. Just take, and,
1: just take Hunter Henry, man. Just take him. All right. We're going to take Hunter Henry. I'm, I am high on Hunter Henry. I'm ranking in the top seven, and I think he's a good spot for him. All right. So we are, after
0: Hunter Henry was chosen, uh, Ted Ginn, Sam J. Perrine, Ted Ginn, Zay Jones were all taken. Uh, Donta Foreman, the handcuff for Lamar Miller, was taken. Our first defense was taken, which is Denver Broncos at eleven nine. 9 Cooper Cup, we haven't talked about him enough. He was taken in the 12th round, early of the 12th. Very high upside. He's really shown that he can... He, he's going to be a surprise this year for people that aren't following uh, the NFL in the preseason or offseason. Kenny Galladay is also another guy we talked about him, I think, last episode. Very mm-hmm. sneaky here in the 12th round. Both of those guys, if I was at end of the 11th, I would definitely consider either one of those. Kenny Galladay, there's a ton of red zone targets available with Eric uh, with uh, Anquan Bolden I'm sorry I was blanking out with Anquan Bolden's departure there's a ton of red zone targets that will need to be fed and I think Kenny Galladay will probably take some of those targets and be a pleasant surprise Kendall Wright was taken at 12-4 not too bad Matthew Stafford
1: Chris Carson yep I'm starting to fall in love with the guy. I think he might end up being the starter over
0: there. A lot of people are liking him and he's climbing up the boards. Uh two weeks ago he wasn't being drafted. <laughs> um, yeah. so Chris Carson definitely a late round dart throw
1: for a lot of people. Darren Sproles is taken at the end of the twelfth as well. So we got two bench spots to pick, and we're not gonna take a kicker defense, so he's gotta decide where we wanna invest in right now. By the way, by the way, just because we're saying wet on quarterbacks.
0: It is the 12th round. We only have two bench spots left. And Dak Prescott, Phillip Rivers, Andy Dalton, and Tyrod Taylor are all available.
1: Yeah, we could have waited even
0: longer. That's four decent quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, those are quarterbacks that you don't even have to stream. You can own them all season. Yep, Phillip Rivers. He's the guy. He's my my top ten right now. It's ridiculous that it's the 12th round, and guys spent their second or third round pick on... Aaron Rodgers I mean, or Drew Brees. Aaron
1: Rodgers is on a tier of his own with Drew Brees. I don't think you would compare the two. Sure, you're going to have a quality guy, but the, the point differential is going to be enormous between them. But for they, who? They're not going to – Dak Prescott is going to bury your team, but he's also not going to win every week like Aaron Rodgers can.
0: No, no, I agree. I agree. But when you're taking uh, – let's see. I'll, I'll give you an example here. When you're taking um, – Aaron Rodgers? Somebody like Keenan Allen or Ty Montgomery over a quarterback – I'd much rather have Keenan Allen or Tom Montgomery and Philip Rivers than Tom Brady. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that, so, I mean that, that's our whole thing about waiting for waiting for right. quarterbacks. But don't
1: expect Dak Prescott to put up Aaron Rodgers' numbers. Sure. That's not no, no, what we're saying. No, no, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. We're
0: on the same page here. All right, so the guys available, we are looking at, uh, let's see here, yeah, Latavius we're Murray. We're, yeah, we're going deep here. Latavius Murray. Uh, Kenny Stills, I like to throw a flyer on him every other draft or so. Uh,
1: Cole Beasley is still here. I think I know who I want to take. Who? Tell me. Uh, DeAndre Washington. I'm all off the Marshawn Lynch train. I think he is uh, the best chance that they have to run a ball in Oakland against that fantastic O-line. You
0: mean with the fantastic O-line? Yeah. Uh, It's something that we kind of agree on here. I'm not in love with Marshawn Lynch either. I think Washington has a chance. Um, let's not, re- you know, let's not think that Marshawn Lynch is going to come in here and put up the numbers that he was two two years ago. Yep,
1: almost three. Yep. Yeah.
0: So um, Washington has a chance, and getting him this late, it's like, what the hell? Throw a dart. You only have two more bench spots left. I'm okay with taking Washington here. The- this last couple of picks are really dart throws, and you know we're not being safe here we're taking more of a chance for looking for upside correct correct all right so we took deandre washington right after deandre washington we have uh let's see who was picked after deandre washington philip rivers finally wendell smallwood and josh doxson so who are we getting here i'm going to read a couple guys here kenny stills tyler lockett cole beasley Shane Vereen. I like Marlon Mack. This is another high upside guy, Marlon Mack, who has a good chance to take over when Frank Gore gets so old that he can't run anymore. It's a matter of time. (laughs) (laughs) Latavius Murray's still there. I was taking him in mocks early in the preseason. Yeah. It's
1: Cook's job. He looks too good. I mean, I believe that Latavius Murray might be a touchdown vulture because he is a beast. But uh, I don't. Yeah, I'm not on board. I don't think he's worth drafting anymore. No. I'm I'm off of it already. Okay, hey, look. These late-line round guys, we agree on. Yeah. It's like we've been doing this for weeks together. (laughs) We're friends again. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But for me, I think the... uh, I'm going to go ahead and push uh, Joe Williams just because we know what's going to happen over there. Carl Hyde will get injured and someone's going to step in and be great. And I think Joe Williams is the guy I'd owned. I know you have some news to tell me about him, though. I mean... Just that he hasn't looked very
0: good in practices and in camp and he's not really living up to the expectations that we thought he would. Um, So it's not for sure that he will be the guy after Carlos Hyde, which Carlos Hyde I think has a job. I don't think that this is something that – I don't think we have to be worried about Carlos Hyde is what I'm saying. I think Marlon Mack has a much greater chance of taking over Frank Gore than Williams does.
1: Yeah, my only person I would consider over him, considering that we have so many running backs we really on a roster, is maybe Kenny Stills. But sure. I'd be I'd be completely fine with Kenny Stills or Mar- uh, Marlon Mack because if if it's not Devontae Parker, it's going to be Kenny Stills <laughs> over there. <laughs> All right, less uh, I really like Marlon Mack here.
0: This is another high upside guy. Yep, I agree. Okay, I
1: I agree. <laughs>
0: Thank you for talking into the mic. All right, so I'm taking Marlon Mack here with our last bench spot. I do want to mention uh, one more guy, and it's a little early. D'Angelo Henderson. I've taken him in a couple of real drafts. He's not. He's not going to light the world on fire. He has a chance, and he is. If you're drafting in a twenty round draft, there is a small chance that he can make a splash. Something happened with C.J. Anderson, which I happen to like this year. Something happened to C.J. Anderson, or if he doesn't perform, D'Angelo Hen- Henderson is Might shown has shown flashes and has a chance now I'm not saying we're talking about a low
1: you know the dart throw with high upside so I just wanted to mention him we're not taking him wait wait two comments sure I don't believe in the Deang- D'Angelo Henderson only because there's Devontae Booker Jamal Charles Jawan Thompson all in the mix as well so I don't know what I would do in that situation but speaking of handcuffs 20 minutes ago we have one bench spot left. We have Cream Hunt, who is an unproven talent. I'm sure, he's had a great preseason, but Shandrick West has been pretty good too. When who? he's had who? Shandrick West, who West, Mr. West, Mr. C West, <laughs> what's his name? Shandrick. <laughs> Try again. The Rock. Come on, you can do it. Rock West. Try it. Keep going. Rocks. Look, look, I'll show you his name. Shandrick West. Shandrick. West. <laughs>
0: hey, that's not bad.
1: Okay. <laughs> so I think right now is where when I would consider taking a a handcuff. Really, I think West has proven he can carry the load and he's a veteran.
0: How long are you gonna hold on to West though? Like is this a? I think anyone you
1: anyone you're drafting the last pick, there's a good chance you're gonna cut him within a week or two.
0: Right, for somebody who's gonna But
1: if there's a chance that anything Kareem Hunt can't carry the load, we find that out week one, he hasn't had twenty carries a game yet. So there is a chance he might not be the guy. Right. we don't know if he can carry the load. So I think this is a this is a handcuff that I would consider taking. Hey. T- tell me who to pick. Chandra Quest.
0: No, okay. Just because you said that, I'm taking Marlon Mack. <laughs> <you. Damn> it. <laughs> All right. So, and then we're going to pick a defense and kicker. We won't waste your time on that. Armando, why don't you read off our um, final roster here?
1: Just because I was yawning to that. Um, so we ended up with Derek Carr as our quarterback, Leonard Fournette, Kareem Hunt, Antonio Brown, Mari Cooper, uh, Hunter Henrys as tight end, Amir Abdullah at our flex. Uh, To round out our bench, we have Robert Kelly, Pierre Garçon, Jeremy Macklin, Kevin White, John Washington, and Marlon Mack. I think we kind of went running back heavy for this roster, but I kind of like it. Yeah. Uh, Well, because our running backs aren't very safe, especially our starting running backs aren't very
0: safe, so we kind of made up for it in our bench, which I'm okay with. Pierre Garçon and Kevin White and Jeremy Macklin on our bench, I'm okay with. I love our starting lineup. Leonard Fournette, like I said, I don't. Actually, that's the only part I really don't love, but it is what it is. I had yeah. to compromise with it. I had, to, I had to throw rookie. you a bone, and yeah. you still ended up yelling at me halfway through the draft. I'm sorry.
1: Jimmy Graham? Come on, man. That's a no brainer.
0: No, it is not a no brainer. Look, because we have Hunter Henry, who I bet you he gets within, I bet you he finishes within three spots plus or minus of Jimmy Graham. Is that a bet? Yeah. You want right. to do that? Yeah. Within three spots.
1: Within three spots. No, no. I ins- No, I'm not going to say <laughs> plus or minus.
0: Within three spots, at least, you know what I'm saying? Worse. Three spots worse or better than sure. Jimmy Graham. Sure. So if Jimmy Graham finishes six, Hunter Henry has to finish nine for me to win the bet. Sure. Okay. That's a deal. That's a neat bet. That's an e-bet. Nick, if you're not paying attention, Nick uh, manages our board for us. So. I think we haven't really seen it. Yet. We hope he does. <laughs> I know. <We've> been, <laughs> uh, we, uh, we do have a board on our website that will hit live just so you guys can keep track of all our e-bets. We just do it between the hosts just to kind of keep track and for bragging rights. And uh, last year, I, I, had, I had to eat a pickle milkshake, which was... The worst thing I've ever done in my and life,
1: and actually Dale was the ultimate loser last year, and he's about to do some awesome stuff next episode live on the podcast because he lost the most bets last year. What a percentage game! Because I, you know, why I lost? Because I'm the biggest risk taker. So if you want to play it safe, yeah.
0: If you want to, you know, if you want to win, you got to go big.
1: And Dale knows all about going big. That's right. What the fuck? <laughs> That's <laughs> it for the show tonight, guys. <laughs> yeah, that
0: ends it. Um, again, EatsleepFantasy.com. Follow us on Twitter, EatsleepFF, and find us on Facebook and Instagram. Again, we appreciate everybody for listening. For Armando Crespo, I'm Dale. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Have
1: a great day. Eat sleep